Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. All right. Good afternoon, everyone, or good afternoon, or good, I don't know what it is. This is Rolling with Ungayo. Once again, it is uh, Tuesday, January something or other. I think it's the third. Tuesday, January 3rd, 2017, uh, right here on Rolling with Ungayo, which you can find on iTunes radio or cannabisradio.com or iHeartRadio or just in, within your heart. Look in your heart. Where, whenever you look in your heart, you can find Ungayo. Uh, I think that's what I would say. We will start with dessert first, as always. I had some wonderful desserts uh, just a couple days ago because we had the annual Kwanzaa dinner celebration at my brother's house. We, as an African-American family, with uh, radical tendencies, we all celebrate Kwanzaa. I think everyone should celebrate Kwanzaa personally. It's my favorite of the holidays, um, mostly of the winter holidays. I love all the winter holidays, of course, because people get together because it's cold and they eat food and they share gifts. And I think that's a good thing for everyone to do. We should always get together and eat food and share gifts. I feel like that should be a year round thing. It shouldn't necessarily be a special occasion. But Kwanzaa, the reason I like Kwanzaa, is because it has principles, right? There's seven principles. You're supposed to celebrate one every day and then try to hold on to that spirit through the rest of the year, right? So the principles are things like unity, self-determination, purpose, faith, collective work and responsibility, creativity, and uh, cooperative economics, which are, I think these are all good things, especially for uh, people who tend to be more like activists. Um, these are all good things to remember, you know, as a young iconoclast, self-determination and creativity have gotten me uh, a long way. So is faith, really. Um, so that's, that's the beautiful things of that. So look up the seven principles of Kwanzaa, print it up, post it on your, on your mirror, if you're one of those guys, you put the affirmations on your mirror or whatnot, or put it on the back of the front door. So you're always reminded of the seven principles before you leave the house and then move forward like that. Okay. So that's the opening. Let's discuss travel. This last week, I did a couple of traveling things. I drove down uh, to San Diego, got pulled over. Uh, mostly my fault on that one. It wasn't even like a uh, profiling thing. Thank goodness. It's nice just to be pulled over as a regular American, you know, for doing something weird. He caught me staring at my phone. Uh, I will admit that I did have my phone in my hand. Uh, however, he couldn't prove that I wasn't staring at a map. And I'm going to maintain that I was looking at a map on my phone because California law, at least until a couple of days ago, says that you could actually look at a map on your phone uh, as long as you weren't texting or Facebooking or whatnot. So since he couldn't prove that I wasn't staring at Google Maps, which was my contention, and uh, I will maintain that contention until the statute of limitations expires. He gave me a written warning, which is fine with me, which, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, it was, at, in fact, Christmas Day that I was driving 
down to San Diego uh, when I got the warning. So that was nice. We could talk about uh, dealing with the cops. You know, I've had a lot of interesting experiences with uh, police departments all over the country, as you can imagine, as a young black road comic rolling all by myself through Texas and Montana and Wyoming and parts of Eastern Washington and parts of Southern Washington uh, and parts of Oregon. Um, Generally, they've all been relatively cool. uh, Even when they were throwing me in jail, I've never really worried about violence. I did have a cop pull a gun on me one time in San Francisco of all places on the most random of shit. I was maybe 23 and I was driving to my mom's house and uh, this cop rolls up behind me and I wasn't even, I wasn't smoking weed, wasn't playing a lot of music, wasn't doing nothing. He rolls up behind me. He hits me with the lights. I pull over. He gets out of the car, pulls out his gun and walks up to me with the gun pointed dead at me. Right. And I'm just like, what the fuck dog It's exactly, those were my exact words. I think I said it twice. I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then some static came on over his radio. He said some shit, put his gun away and rolled off. Right. So I don't know if they were looking for a different person or if he was just trying to scare a young black person that day. I don't really know what it was. I, you know, I'm not conspiracy minded, but sw- sometimes I swear to God that really they just draw, uh, you know, today's the day they're just going to go fuck with young black people. This was 20 something years ago. I don't get pulled over nearly as often as I used to. I mean, I still have the dreadlocks, but I'm way more salt and pepper and I tend to wear a sport coat. So uh, I think cops don't want to pull me over because they probably think that I uh, teach at the local college or perhaps I'm a high powered radical activist lawyer and nobody wants to arrest one of those guys because then you got to go to court, court costs, you probably end up costing your department some money. So there's that. I mean, it's just an interesting thing. I mean, I've had cops help me change a spare tire. I've had cops push my car out of the road. Uh, once my transmission died this one time, my kids were in the car. It was, it, it, I've, I, you know, we go, we go back and forth. I've never really had a thing where I was like, oh my gosh, that cop saved my life or whatever, but I've never really felt super threatened. I mean, I've been harassed. Don't get it twisted. Like uh, years and years and years and years ago, I was on a TV show called make me laugh. Right. Which was a, this was a nineties version of the old seventies show where you have 60 seconds to go up and tell some jokes, you make someone laugh. And if they don't laugh, they win money. So you got to go out of your way to be kind of ridiculous and not just tell jokes. But uh, the thing was, you have to tell the censor, you got to run all your jokes past the censor guy, right? And he was my homie, Ed Kravitz. And the beauty of Ed Kravitz, I don't know if this will come across on the podcast, but when Ed Kravitz is the standards and practices guy, he never really tells you that you can't do a joke. He just calls up one of your jokes and then kind of makes a face, right? You saying I can't do that, Ed? You know, and so then you look at him and you're like, all right, I won't, I won't do that. But it was funny because I had set up all these jokes and he's like, hey, you have a lot of jokes about being pulled over by the police. And I was like, well, I fucking get pulled over by the police a lot, dude. I'm 25 and I'm a road comic. They can't wait. They can't wait to hassle me. Uh, so yeah, that's why I have a lot of jokes about it. Um, I mean, you know, one time they wanted to make sure my headlights work. I got pulled over in Oregon, a 
he was like, oh, well, you crossed the line. I didn't cross the line. I didn't drive across the line. It was a windy road. I'm driving from Roseburg to Coos Bay, and that road is windy, and he's trying to front. And it was in a Prius, too, which was weird. I'd never been pulled over by a cop in a Prius. These Oregon cops, man, they disguise their cop cars so well. I got pulled over by an uh, unmarked Prius just a few years ago, and 20-something years ago, I swear to God, I got pulled over by a 1978 light green Buick. It was like a Buick or an Oldsmobile or some shit, right? Like I'm on the freeway in my red Aerostar because it's like 1993, 1994 maybe. And uh, I'm floating. I'm doing maybe 75. And this was back when Oregon, you couldn't go past 60 uh, miles an hour. And so I roll past this Oldsmobile and I look over and I see the state trooper hat. And I'm like, that he can't be a stater because come on, dude, it's a, fucking Oldsmobile and he lit me right up like woo right and then he pulled me over and uh, I gave the whole game away he's like you know why I pulled you over and I was like because my registration is expired because I'm a dumbass and I didn't know the rules back then uh, and he was like no it's because you were speeding so then he had to write me up for both because I just incriminated myself like a dumbass I could have just maybe got away with a speeding ticket and a warning about the registration because what does he care but anyway it doesn't matter we're going to talk more about police. That's a, you know, that's going to be the thing. We're going to talk about how to deal with police in these uh, encounters and how to know your rights. Some of you guys probably already know, but we're going to get back into it. It'll be a good refresher course. You can spread the word because fashion is coming and we got to be ready. Okay. We'll talk about that when we get back right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants? (sighs) Cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Register now at www.seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. The NCIA Seed to Sale Show, the largest cannabis business event to be held in Denver, will host over 2,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations and technology in cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the Cannovation and Canatech Awards. Register before January 6th for $100 savings at seedtosaleshow.com. Use the code RADIO15 for an additional 15% off. Plan your experience now for the NCIA Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st. SeedToSaleShow.com or 888-409-4418. Maui Wowie. 
Acapulco Gold. California Kush. Our strains stretch everywhere, too. This is the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back. Only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Welcome back. Rolling with Ungayo. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> off to get off i think that was the perfect one that was um today's marijuana is a pure kush outdoor kush from uh humboldt county grown by canatopia if you go to cgg707.com you can uh learn more about their delicious outdoor organic marijuana once again outdoor marijuana to me well done sun-grown marijuana is better than well done indoor marijuana and that's just how i feel man sun and dirt go a long way when you talk to growers they'll say esoteric shit like i don't even grow weed man i grow good dirt the weed does its own thing and i feel them i feel them when they talk about that you know because everything is everything but anyway that's off topic because like i said we're going to discuss how to deal with police officers and uh, law enforcement when you get pulled over right okay so here's the thing they pull you over as long as you're not in some weird, desolate freeway or something, you should just pull over. You generally should pull over anyway because they're going to try to sweat you. Turn on the inside light in your car if it's dark, right? Remember, they are way more, they're like wild animals. Uh, uh, that's maybe a weird analogy, but they're way more afraid of you than you are of them, right? That's their training. Their training, uh, it's kind of fear-based a lot of times, which I totally get. It can be a dangerous gig and uh, according to stats it's usually when they get shot or attacked it's usually because they pulled someone over it's, i think it's domestic violence first causes problems and then pulling someone over is the second leading cause of cop attacks so there's that so pull over turn on your inside lights right turn off your car put your hands at 10 and 2 on the steering wheel uh you can maybe roll down your right side window because they come up to that, or you could actually wait until they tell you to do it so they can see your hands, right? If they pull you over and you're fumbling around and pushing shit around in the seat and moving things around, that's going to make them nervous. That's going to cause them problems, right? So you got to be careful with that. First of all, don't have any weed in the front seat, man. Don't have anything. If you got some shit in a pocket or somewhere where they can't see it, you might be okay, but don't have it where you got to be fumbling around. I like what Mickey Norris has always told me. Only break one law at a time. So if you're driving fast, don't be smoking weed in the car. There's plenty of rest stops. There's plenty of gas stations. There's plenty of fast food outlets where if you really have to be stoned for this long ass drive, you know, through the painted desert of New Mexico. Gorgeous, by the way. Gorgeous. Gallup is just a wonderful town. It's filling up with artists, uh, which makes it, it used to be just kind of full of weird half crazy drunks maybe 20 something years ago but now more and more artists are pulling in to Gallup, and it makes sense to me because it's just it's beautiful uh and it's out of the way and it's crazy cheap you can live there for like five dollars a month if you hustle i could be exaggerating a little bit but you understand where i'm coming from so make sure you know where your registration and your license and everything is right they ask you for it let them have it do your thing sit there be patient don't offer a lot of, you don't have to say anything other than yes sir when they're like hey can we see your registration you say my registration is my glove compartment i would like to get that 
And then you wait for them to go, okay, and then you do it. Don't move fast. Take your time. Move crazy slow. It's an old Richard Pryor joke, right? Black people always have to say things like, I am reaching into my pocket for my license because I don't want to be a motherfucking accident. Classic Richard Pryor. I think it's off of that nigger's crazy album, maybe around 1976. My mom let me listen to that in fifth grade because my mom is hella cool. And Richard Pryor is one of the funniest motherfuckers of all time so be cool go uh you know if you're kind of sarcastic and weird like me it's going to be hard to not argue with this cop but don't argue man just sit there and let them do their thing right um if you get the ticket you get a ticket that's just how it is if you get a warning you get a warning that's just how it is you know uh hopefully they won't take you to jail if they are taking you to jail you know, you can be mad, man, but just don't fight them, right? I know it's a drag. Going to jail is the fucking worst. You just sit there mad like, you know, if you had uh, kept me out of jail, I could go home and make some money to pay off these fines that you claim I owe on some bullshit from when you pulled me over the last racist time. That's how I feel. I'm kind of passive aggressive about it, I guess, but it's hard. You know, it's a challenge. It was much easier back in the day because there were no computers, man. So you could run away from a fine until uh, the statute of limitations was over. And that fine didn't exist anymore. But now they'll find you, right? They, the, they got license plate readers, right? It pulls up exactly uh, who the car belongs to, whose license is valid, blah, 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 blah. And if your name is Ungayo Lilam, I think I've talked about this before. I worry about this sometimes, right? Because you have the presumption of innocence, right? Everyone is assumed innocent in America until proven guilty, right? So, but now with the computers and everything, when they pull it up, okay, this car is owned by Ungayo Bilam. Now, Ungayo Bilam, don't front, is kind of a unique name, right? So when you pull up the name Ungayo Bilam, there's going to be pictures of me. And in almost every single one of those fucking pictures, I'm smoking all the weed. It's activism, baby, right? I'm not, it's not a secret. I'm not a criminal. I'm just a weed smoker. You understand where I'm coming from? But if I'm driving through, say, Nevada two years ago before marijuana was legal or Southern Washington before marijuana was legal or East Texas, they pull that shit up, then they're going to feel like they need to come up with a reason to search the car. Never let them search your car, right? It's a lot easier now in California and Oregon and Nevada and Washington and all the states that have good sense where marijuana is legal, they can no longer use the smell of marijuana to search your car, which is nice. And it makes it easier to quit smoking tobacco. That's not going so well, by the way, you guys. I'm gonna, I'm smoking less, but I'm smoking again. Don't tell anybody. But I felt like I had to be honest with you because we're all friends here. I appreciate your support. Um, but those are the deals. And remember this. Uh, if, if some shit does go down, right, uh, I'd like to remain silent. I'd like to talk to my lawyer. That's all you got to say. You don't have to say anything else. When you're sitting in the back of the squad car, they're rolling you off. They're trying to ask you questions. And that's the thing. Cops are going to try to ask you questions. I got pulled over by a stater in Oregon last year. Apparently, I crossed the line or something or, you know, something. It's just an excuse. Hey, black guy in a car. And he started asking me all these questions. Where are you coming from? Where are you headed? And at first, I was like, oh, yeah, man, I was just in Medford. I'm headed to Portland. And then after a minute, and then he kept asking me more questions. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I think I'm done answering questions. I don't, nothing personal, but I'm not really here to make small talk with you, right? I'm actually driving. You see me driving on the freeway. I didn't say that part, but I was like, 
I'm done talking. <laughs> That's pretty much what I said. He was like, okay. He didn't even give me a warning to write me a ticket or nothing. He's like, just drive safe out there. I'm like, okay, brother. Um, so that's the thing. You don't have to talk to cops, right? I mean, it's up to you. Maybe in a social setting, if you're hanging out somewhere, they came to see you at the club or you're having a drink somewhere, somebody's a cop. Sure, you can try to chop it up citizen to citizen, right? But if they're rocking the badge and they're fulfilling the role of a law enforcement officer, you don't necessarily have shit to say to them. And it's not, I don't think they should take it personally. Maybe some of them do, but that's the law, man. And, you know, it's not, they're not necessarily on your side if they're looking at you as you are a criminal and, and they do classify you as a criminal. If they're pulling you over for something, they think you are maybe not the best person, or maybe you made a mistake. Maybe you cut somebody off in traffic. I've seen that happen a couple of times. Sometimes the cops are like right there. Somebody does some crazy bullshit. Let's talk about that for a minute. You ever see somebody do some crazy driving bullshit in front of you, right? And you almost hit them, but you, you know, you being a good driver manages to stop your car in time. And then you notice that they have a dent in their car in the exact spot where you would have hit them, right? And my first thought is people don't fucking learn. And what a friend of mine said to me, she said, well, at least they're consistent. And I thought, you like people more than I do. I need to get on your level because that's a good way to look at it. At least they are consistent. Fair enough. So listen, if you can't learn, try to be consistent so we all know what to do about you. It's like a pulp, not pulp fiction. What's the other one? It's like a Jackie Brown thing. But anyway, that's uh, how to deal with cops and drive around and be hella cool and smoke weed and enjoy yourself, right? Don't really make small talk. Only break one law at a time. Know where your shit is. Move slow. Communicate clearly. Uh, Don't be snarky. That's my advice. We'll talk about more things when we come back right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new frontier data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities. Our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions. And our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say Wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities in 
inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him being that's the point. Download and play while you life yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Every strain, every sale, every medical study. Keep it right here on the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. By the way, that music is from the Harley White Orchestra from their album Cupcake. Uh, that's one word. Cupcake, Harley White Jr. Orchestra. Uh, I highly recommend it, especially if you like that Ellingtonian jazz. I sing with those guys every once in a while, full disclosure. Although I'm not on that album. But uh, I do a more of a like a Louis Jordan early R&B rock and roll swing thing. That's really kind of my uh, wheelhouse. My bag. That's my bag, man. <laughs> Does anyone say that? No one says that anymore. That's not my bag. Oh, it's probably because Austin Powers ruined it. Or I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's considered archaic from the 60s. Right. Uh, whereas fleek or lit is still somewhat au courant, but maybe a little déclassé. I think is déclassé. No, but déclassé might not be the word. Passé, passé would be the word, right? From the French. Uh, this has been Word Talk with Ungayo Vila. I'm your host. Okay, so that's just the uh, <laughs> rambling around. In discussions of the language, right? I like words, man. It's a living. I got to say that I was, uh, for some strange reason, I had to look up uh, some Latin today. And then I was just thinking about how well my understanding of Latin. And I never studied Latin because I'm not that old, guys. I took Spanish. My two years of Spanish did pretty well uh, when I went to Spain. And it helped me when I lived in L.A. Uh, extensively. But I got to say, when I, when I toured Europe, not toured, but hung out in Europe uh, 20-something years ago, I noticed that my nerd-like understanding of Latin roots uh, aided my translation efforts in a variety of countries, which was really nice. Uh, I felt kind of proud of my nerdy self. I don't know why. Learn a different language, everybody. Get your Duolingo or your Rosetta Stone or just start hanging out in neighborhoods where they don't speak English and start practicing because it's important. Uh, It makes it easier and it's better for your brain. And do crossword puzzles. Okay. Or Sudoku, whatever you like. Sudoku makes my head hurt. Kind of like... Uh, Omaha high low poker. I can't, I can't figure out. Like I could play Texas Hold'em all night and have, and I love it. But Omaha, there's too many cards and uh, there's too many options. It's weird, right? Because you know, I think it's almost the difference between playing chess and playing Go. Uh, I'm a terrible Go player, and I'm a slightly below average chess player. Uh, but if you want to play backgammon or cribbage or cribbage or spades. Or even bid whist. Who plays bid whist? Somebody call me up. Let's have a bid whist tournament. That would be awesome. The Ungayo 420. Uh, the Ungayo Bilum 420 friendly spades and bid whist tournament. Who's coming to that? Anybody? What do you know about it? Come see me. Uh, I'll have my mom make gumbo. How about that? That's going to raise the ticket prices a little bit. So be ready. Okay. You can see me 
January 5th through the 7th at the Punchline with Brian Posehn. January 8th at the Momo Lounge in Midtown Sacramento as part of the Comedy Burger Showcase. January 10th in Oxnard with the Secret Special Guest. February 24th at the Art Street in Sacramento. February 17th and 18th at the International Cannabis Business Conference in San Francisco, California. April 7th and 8th in Austin, Texas. And the week before and a few days after, I'm going to be in like McAllen or Corpus Christi. I got to look it up, you guys. I, t- I totally forgot. I'll, I'll post that. I'll post a thing on the Instagram. And other things like that. Follow me on the Instagram, NGAIO420. Follow me on the Twitter, NGAIO420. You can follow me on Facebook. I have a fan page and a regular page. It's open. I don't give a shit. Just try not to be an ass, right? And continue to... uh Live by the code, man. Follow the code and have some good guidelines and follow the principles of Kwanzaa and be excellent to each other and stay hydrated and smoke good weed and fight racism and sexism. This is going to be a theme for the next two years. Everybody's got to get into it. Uh, Like James Brown and Bobby Bird, right? Get up. Get into it. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved. Everybody right there, get on up. Everybody over here, get on up. Get into it. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved. I cannot stress this enough. Do whatever you can do to ensure that America lives up to its ideals and does the right thing. Okay, my name is Ungayo Bilam. You can find me all over. Next time you see me, let's smoke a joint or break some bread or do something. Peace in your hood. Oh, iTunes.com, iHeartRadio.com, CannabisRadio.com, all the other good stuff. That's it. Okay. Bye. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. 